Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Star Wars 7x7, episode 636. Today we continue our series of spoiler-free speculations on the storylines and fates of characters that will appear in Star Wars Episode 8. And today we have probably the most important character of all, it's Rey. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and it's good that we are covering Rey today on the day that she opens up her toughest match in the This Is Madness character tournament that's happening at StarWars.com right now. She, in her last round, took out Princess Leia handily, which was a bit of a shock. I don't know who I necessarily expected to win, but I certainly did not expect there to be such an incredible divide in the scores. I expected it to be a lot closer, but 72% of the vote went to Rey in the tournament, which is outstanding. So now she's going up against Yoda, who won the very first tournament and who has been flattening everybody in his path on his way to the character finals. And if she can beat Yoda, well, it looks like she may be facing her new master, Luke Skywalker, for the light side title. Luke is actually leading Obi-Wan 55 to 45 right now, and there's about... Oh, gosh, by the time this episode goes live, there'll be about 10 hours left in the contest. But we're not just here for a recap of how things are going in This Is Madness. We're actually here to talk about Rey and her fate in The Force Awakens. So I got to thinking about this and comparing it to the structure of the original trilogy. And, of course, (laughs) it seems like it's a decent way to look at things considering how closely The Force Awakens mirrors A New Hope in some of its structure. But if you think about it in those terms, then you realize that Luke and Han actually never really saw very much of each other in Episode Eight. They had some scenes together on Hoth, and that was it. And then they were separated for pretty much the rest of the film. So already we're starting off with Rey separated from who should be basically her Han Solo character in Finn, for all intents and purposes. And I know Wired Magazine did this analysis where Poe Dameron lines up with Han Solo more and all this, that, and the other, but you get where I'm going with this. Those two are the, you know, the ones that were most closely connected, the same way that Luke and Han were most closely connected. So it seems like there's a very good reason to think that Rey won't actually spend much time on screen at all with Finn in Episode Eight. Of course, Finn being in his coma, I mean, he's already out for a good chunk of it, and then Rey is off visiting Luke Skywalker and presumably about to go into training with him to some degree. So, yeah, it doesn't seem to be a lot of time for Rey and Finn to hang out during Episode Eight. 
and she's got R2-D2 with her, much like Luke did when he went off in search of Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back. Of course, she's also got Chewie with her, which is a different bit of a wrinkle. But Chewie, of course, is invested in this particular side of the fight right now because of Kylo Ren. So he's more likely to be sticking to Rey, not just because now she's the de facto pilot of the Falcon. And <laughs> I don't know, has Chewie's life debt transferred over to her? I don't know. That's kind of an interesting question. But I think Chewie is going to be sticking with Ray because anything that happens with Ray is probably going to lead down a road that leads to Kylo Ren. And Chewie's going to have to come face to face with Kylo at some point, too. So then the next big question is, how will Rey be trained? And will she have to convince Luke to do the training the same way that Luke had to convince Yoda to train him? And then what about unseen forces coming to Rey's aid, like a force ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi or a force ghost Yoda? Wouldn't it be something else if we even saw a force ghost Anakin Skywalker showing up to try and convince Luke to, uh, to train Rey in the ways of the force? And exactly how freaked out will Ray get when a Force ghost, let alone two or three of them, show up to talk to her, talk to Luke about what's going on? I mean, yeah, at least Luke was hearing Ben's voice even before he saw his ghost for the first time. So he had some warning about this sort of thing. And yeah, it's all going to be brand new for Ray. But ultimately, Ray is going to have to go back out into the world in some fashion. And I know Daisy Ridley has been putting out her own Instagram photos and videos about training hard for episode 8 in the same way that John Boyega has been posting similar. But I have a feeling that Ray's training is not going to be the same kind of training that Luke's was in The Empire Strikes Back. I have a feeling that Ray's training will be more to make her aware of the different things she can do with the Force and not necessarily so much the physical training because she already has a lot of raw natural talent. I mean, she would have to have to be able to do what she did to Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens. So then when she goes out into the world, she's going to have to find Kylo Ren and possibly even encounter Supreme Leader Snoke as well. I don't know. It seems like it might be a little early for that. And, you know, how much are they going to structure this like the original trilogy? Is she going to have to have a terrible defeat at the hands of Kylo Ren at the end of Episode 8, ultimately to then, you know, somehow be able to redeem Kylo Ren at the end of Episode 9? You know... I don't know if I want to see Supreme Leader Snoke, Supreme Leader Snoke, excuse me, shooting Ray with Force Lightning at the end of Episode Nine, only to have Kylo Ren pick Leader Snoke up and throw him off into some giant, endless power shaft or anything like that. And as much as I hate to admit it, I think something bad has to happen to Rey by the end of Episode Eight, so that way she is at a very low point and has to come back from that for Episode Nine. I. I don't know if it's going to include dismemberment, but heaven knows with enough lightsabers flailing around, something's going to get chopped off somewhere, and I have a feeling that Rey is a likely candidate for it in Episode Eight. But I think she'll be farther along in her Jedi journey by the end of Episode Eight than Luke was at the end of The Empire Strikes Back. And yet, the problems that she's going to have to face will still be very significant and seemingly insurmountable by the time we are done with that movie. That is my guess for her and for Episode Eight. And I'd love to know what your thoughts are on what is in store for Ray in the next movie. Chime in in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com or hit us up on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash SW7X7. 
Oh, and one more thing. I'll go out on a limb and say I don't think we're going to find out Ray's identity and parentage in Episode 8. However, I bet you there's going to be a moment similar to Yoda and Obi-Wan talking after Luke left Dagobah where Yoda says, no, there is another. I have a feeling there'll be a moment like that in Episode 8, too. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles. Anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. And now for that eagerly awaited trivia question. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Last time we asked you how many times Kylo Ren takes off his helmet in The Force Awakens, and it's two, once for Rey and once for Han Solo. Today's question, the first time that Rey refers to the Millennium Falcon on screen, what does she call it? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take any awful risks with homing beacons, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an easy escape, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.